wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. This show is brought to you by RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. Years. That's right. 20 years ago, you probably had dial-up internet, could not use the internet if someone called your rotary phone, but you could have been going to rockout.com and buying all the parts your car would ever need. My favorite part about rockout.com is that I know nothing about cars, but it doesn't matter because rockout.com's website allows me to put in my make, my model, my year of my vehicle, and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my car. That way, I'm not wasting money on parts that don't fit or parts I can't use. Everything that Rock Auto will sell me, I can use, and there's no point to go to a dealership or to an auto parts store because all they're going to do is upcharge me for that part. Skip the upcharge. Go to rockauto.com, find all the parts that your car will ever need. Tell them Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box, and they'll know what to do from there. Amazing selection. Reliable low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. On today's show, we will talk about the Royals' 2-1 victory or loss, depending on how you want to look at this, uh, over the Cleveland Indians uh, on Monday. We're also going to preview uh, what is going to happen tonight against the Indians as we uh, continue this series. But I do want to tell you again that you can follow me on Twitter, uh, at Ryland underscore Styles. And we, we get into this game, and they won the game 2-1. to one, uh, But again, at this point in the season, you almost would rather them tank, although in baseball, you know, it doesn't really matter if you win a couple of games here or there. Uh, nothing really stands out about this game. Michael Franco was good, two for four with an RBI uh, and a, uh, uh, you know, good performance from, from Michael Franco. Uh, Whit Merrifield goes 0 for 4. Dozier gets a run scored but does not collect a hit. And Gordo gets one hit with uh, Bubba Starling coming up huge. Uh, with the go-ahead RBI, he's a pinch uh, runner, uh, played center field, then got back up there uh, in Gordo's spot and came through in a big way to give Kansas City the win. Uh, Brad Keller is the story of the game. I mentioned it yesterday. Uh, this team uh, should lose. The team's losses should feel like wins, and, and, and now we should kind of look at the, stand, the standings in kind of reverse order uh, to where – you're not trying to fight and claw your way into the wild card game. You're trying to fight and claw your way backwards to the first pick in this upcoming draft, which has a few uh, standout players in it. So uh, losing is beneficial, although of course they won this game. But but even more so than that, uh, when, when, you know you can't really care about the wins and losses anymore in this season. But you can care about guys like Brad Keller and Brad Keller 
was phenomenal. Six innings, uh, gets you, gives up three hits, gives up one run, but is fantastic with four strikeouts and only one walk allowed. Uh, there's not much more you can say about Brad Keller than uh, he is molding into a top-of-the-line rotation arm. I mean, uh, I, again, at worst, I would say he's probably going to be your three the next time that you're good, and that's something that uh, I think people had reservations about, putting him in that rotation, projecting him to be in that rotation the next time that the Royals compete. And after what we've seen this season, I feel pretty confident saying that when the Royals want to compete again and truly compete, Brad Keller's going to be a part of that. He's going to be a part of it. And, and I just love watching Brad Keller pitch day in and day out. Jesse Hahn comes in and, and cleans up uh, that seventh inning for him, uh, gets him out of that. Scott Barlow gets the win in this one, but the wins are stupid. Uh, Scott Barlow goes one inning, uh, gets two hits given up, and strikes out one. And then Greg Holland comes in to save the day. Was not traded at the deadline, uh, but he does get his second save back with Kansas City. But the story of this game in general, for, from a baseball standpoint, was Shane Bieber. Six innings, one hit, four walks, but nine strikeouts. He makes... Major League history with those nine strikeouts. He is on track to be, I think, the clear runaway winner for the Cy Young. And if the Indians get into the postseason, there should be a legitimate discussion about Shane Bieber being the AL MVP. That's how good he's been. And you've seen it firsthand in Kansas City now multiple times, uh, you know, multiple times this season. He was electric. He, he literally just destroyed. Uh, this Royals lineup, and if it wasn't for the back of that bullpen uh, being disastrous yesterday, the Indians cruise to a win behind Shane Bieber. Uh, but, you know, you get six hits for the Royals, excuse me, four hits for the Royals, but two runs. The Indians got six hits, a low-hit game, low-score game, and at the end of the day, the Royals got it out and come through. Uh, but, you know, you, you turn your attention now to Tuesday. I, I'm not really sure what to expect in this contest, but I am sure that you should go to Postmates and order you some dinner before this game because when it, you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., or a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmates has all of that. Postmates is your uh, personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery, all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They are the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all restaurants, grocery stores, and convenience stores, and traditional retailers. You could possibly one 24 hours a day 365 days a year postmates will bring you what you need within the hour no trips to the store you don't even have to know where the store is anymore because postmates will deliver everything to you download the app for ios or android for free browse your local restaurants and businesses and track your deliveries in real time for a limited time only postmates is giving our listeners 100 of free delivery credits for your first seven days with the app to get started on your free deliveries, just download the app and use the code Locked On. Again, that's code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credits for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it by downloading the Postmates app and saving $100 of free delivery credits whenever you use the promo code Locked On. Can the Guinness Book of World Records give 2020 the largest delay of game of all time? Even though sports got a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes the hiring process even more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gives you the best people, and they give it to you fast. 
unlike other sites. Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay what you need and you can pause your account at any time. There are no long-term contracts, plus Indeed offers a powerful tool to make your search even that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, and just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more qualified candidates will see it faster. Join Indeed with for a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockdownMLB. That's the best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash LockdownMLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. We're back on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I. Yes, we continue the show by talking about tonight's game. It's going to be first pitch at 7:05 at Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri, as Zach Plezak returns for the Cleveland Indians. He was the pitcher uh, along with Mike Clevenger, who was suspended because he broke uh, COVID protocols. He's back in Kansas City. This is his first start since the suspension, and the Indians will see how he bounces back so far this season. He's 1-1 one one with 1.29 ERA and 24 strikeouts. He'll be opposed by Matt Harvey. Uh, Matt Harvey is 0-1 with an 11.12 ERA and 6 strikeouts to his name. We talked about this before. Matt Harvey, to me, uh, is best served in that opener role. Uh, he's consistently in his first two starts have gone two innings of good baseball and then it unravels on him if he stays in longer than that. I'm interested to see what the plan is uh, for Matt Harvey moving forward uh, and especially in this game. Are they going to give him that long leash? Uh, but again, who cares really? I mean, that, that that's the sad truth of this Royal season now is who cares? I mean, if they lose, they lose. That's great. If they win, that's cool as well, I guess, but it doesn't really mean anything. And losing is actually more beneficial uh, than uh, winning. So, I mean, there you go. I'm, I'm looking for Matt Harvey to see what he can do. Although, as I've always said, this is really a move signing Matt Harvey as uh, for next season because maybe with the whole offseason uh, throwing program from the Royals, with the whole spring training with the Royals, uh, maybe by next trade deadline he can be a, your next Trevor Rosenthal and he can be someone who you spent no money on but can flip for a decent prospect in return. Uh, so we're just going to see what Matt Harvey can provide today. Also interested in you know the lineups. Let's see what Mondesi can perform. Let's see what... Merrifield can do, uh, Dozier, all the same young guys as always. Ryan McBroom hopefully back in there uh, like Ryan McBroom. Yeah, I mean, that's the game preview for today. Uh, and, and I want to spend the rest of this talking about the Padres because the Padres are fun and the Royals are not fun. Uh, the, the Padres uh, made a huge, huge trade uh, to get Mike Clevenger. They've basically made all the trades possible in uh, uh, at the trade deadline here, uh, just piling up on different assets. But the big one, uh, the big one was Mike Clevenger, and uh, I think that Mike Clevenger really is going to be a difference maker for San Diego. Uh, I think that Mike Clevenger is a tad overrated, just a tad. But I do think he can help shore up that rotation with Chris Paddock, with himself, uh, and then you know next year or whenever. The, the Padres feel comfortable calling up McKenzie Gore. That's a big play. And and there's this narrative right now saying the Padres are going for it and, and uh, they're going all in on this year. 
the big trade was for Clevenger, and he is not a rental. You're going to have Clevenger for at least two more years. And the Padres front office spending on Eric Cosmer, spending on um, Manny Machado, they've shown you they're willing to open up the checkbook a little bit. And if we're back to normal by next April uh, and we're able to go, to go to the games again, San Diego, which has been a transit city, which has lost their football team, which has no real sports representation, San Diego being a fun baseball city in a, in a great weather city uh, with a great ballpark downtown, uh, that's going to be a huge revenue generator as Mike Clevenger on the mound every fifth day. And it's gonna, really going to help their ticket sales. So all around, I know it's a good baseball move, it's a good business move from the Padres. And I, and I am stunned that they're able to get two years of control for Clevenger without giving up a top prospect. I mean, they didn't give up anyone in their top 10. They didn't give up anyone in their, I don't think they gave up anyone in their top 15 prospects. I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh, the haul that, Cle- that Cleveland accepted for this, uh, you know, one of their big talking points is Austin Hedges, who is a defensive catcher at best. I mean, uh, I don't understand the move from Cleveland. I will say, though, Cleveland oftentimes has had a different draft board uh, and a different prospect board than most people. Oftentimes, you don't understand the move Cleveland makes, but they continue to turn up pitchers who you don't expect. But it was just weird to me. You couldn't even crack the top 10 of prospects to get uh, to give away two years of control from Mike Clevenger. I would have assumed that you could make a bigger splash at the uh, winter meetings. And that's why I never wanted Kansas City to trade with Merrifield uh, or even Jorge Soler at this deadline. Uh, not because I think that those guys are going to be here in 2023 or 2024 when this team wants to win games again and wants to win in the postseason again uh, you know I think that Whitmerfield has a chance to still be here I don't think Solaire has any chance to still be here but uh, no matter if they're in your plans or not a trade at the trade deadline is just thrown together and you're not going to get the return you can get in the offseason so I don't understand why the Indians didn't just hold on to Clevenger especially when you don't get an impact guy in return it's not like they were looking at Clevenger and said well we don't like that he broke the COVID protocols. We're not going to use him ever again. Let's get someone who can help us win right now because Francisco Lindor is a free agent and this team is in the playoff mix. That was not it at all. Again, there's they're starting Zach Plezak tonight, who was also involved in that COVID mess. So they just wanted to trade Mike Clevenger. I truly believe that, and the GM said as much today. But I just thought you could have gotten more from him. I really did. I thought you could have gotten more than Austin Hedges and a couple of nice prospects, but nothing that blows your socks off. Uh, pitchers are, are a currency in baseball. And I don't see how you could take anything less than than at least one top ten prospect in all of baseball. I, I just don't. That's one of the best farm system farm systems in baseball. So one of their top prospects is so much more valued than anywhere else would be. I mean, them Tampa places like that have fantastic farm systems to where if you get a top ten guy from one of those two places, you've gotten a real real blue chip prospect. And they couldn't do that with Mike Clevenger. Now I'm banking that the Indians can develop someone else. I mean, Mike Clevenger was a throw into a trade himself and the Indians just have some secret sauce in, in their organization that turns pitchers into gold mines. So I'm sure there's going to be another Mike Clevenger and that's what the Indians are feeling like right now that they can just produce another one. But eventually that luck, which is really what it is, is luck is going to run out and it's just eventually going to happen. Uh, and, I, and I do wonder when that day will be, but for the Padres, how can you not love what the Padres are doing as a small market team? Understanding that, in reality, San Diego's not a small market per se in California, but in the baseball standpoint, 
they've been able to go out and, and win over free agents for better or worse with Eric Cosmer, who's turning his career around right now and embracing launch angle and blah, blah, blah. That free agent part cannot be what Kansas City is going to do. Kansas City does not have the uh, cachet to sell you on living in San Diego that, that the Padres do have. However, what the Padres have in their corner is look at how well they've drafted, look at the young guys that they've produced, uh, and then – you see them in the trade market actively trading away those prospects. They're feeling good about parting with those prospects because it means that they're going to get proven major leaguers right now. So, you know, them and a few other teams you look at, and, and that's just the, the the perfect model for a team like Kansas City. Most likely, you know, most, most namely the Rays is the perfect model for Kansas City because the Rays are doing this with their farm system and with heart, you know, heartless trades is what the Rays do. And that's what Kansas city has to do because the Rays in Kansas city are not going to lure any free agent like San Diego can by just flashing the lifestyle of San Diego. Uh, but still having the wherewithal to trade some prospects and say, look, these prospects are going to be good. We know that, but Mike Clevenger can help us win right now. Uh, whenever you're on the doorstep and you can really go for it is something Kansas City's going to have to do. And you saw them do that with Johnny Cueto. You saw them do that with Ben Zobrist. Now of that whole bunch there, only, only Sean Manaya turned into anything in Oakland and he's fallen off since then with some injuries and some tough luck. So you got away with those trades, but you still made those trades. Sean Manaya uh, w- w- was electric uh, with Kansas City. Uh, they traded John Lamb. He was somebody who, uh, you know, he was somebody who was an all-star in the uh, AAA the year that they traded him. And then, of course, you trade Brandon Finnegan, who was in the World Series for you. So, uh, again, Sean and I was an electric prospect. John Lamb was a, was an all-star in the minor leagues. And uh, Brandon Finnegan was in the World Series performing huge and helping you win playoff games. So they made those kind of trades whenever they were ready to win again. And that's what you can look forward to when this team puts it together. How long will that be? Not sure. We can spend the the next three years talking about that. But if you do want some encouragement, they'll get back to doing that, I think, soon. Uh, You know, making the moves like Johnny Cueto and Ben Zobrist and things like that. Uh, Just give them a couple more years to to fully rebuild the product in the field. I'll leave you with, with the biggest boost of optimism I can is that Bobby Witt Jr. is just crushing it right now on the satellite camp. I don't think that we'll see him this season in Kansas City, but at least he's performing so well uh, in the satellite camp at, at this moment at T-Bone Stadium. So that's good. Bobby Witt Jr. something to look forward to, and uh, hopefully the Royals can put it together in a couple of years. Be good and be good to one another.